Welcome to the Dr. Romina Panjwani Show, where we're optimizing wellness together. I am your host, Dr. Romina. Today, we're going to dive into holistic fitness with Krista Marie. Krista is a former Army veteran who turned model, influencer, and personal trainer. Welcome, Krista. Glad to have you here. special guest today. I have Krista here and she is lovely and she's lovely in person as she is on um, on the screen. Um, so those of you that aren't familiar with Krista, let's just dive in. Who are you? Uh, yeah, thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so I'm a women's only fitness trainer and fitness coach, if you will. Um, I work from a holistic point. I don't like the word holistic because I feel like it's been oversaturated. Um, people look at you like you do some crazy voodoo. I think <laughs> you're, right. talk, you're like, people look at you like you do like woo stuff. And I think that's so true. Yeah. Um, so I just, people have that misconception. Yeah. yeah. So I just like to say fitness trainer or I like to say I help women who struggle with consistency to get results or to make changes in their life that actually sticks. And I think everybody wants that. They don't want to just go from coach to coach or I'll often get, get clients and I'm like, what have you tried? And they'll say, I've tried this coach, I've tried this coach, I've tried this. And I don't want to just be on the record of, of another coach that doesn't work. Right. So that's why I work from a holistic standpoint. And I think what's unique too, when you when you capture that holistic, mm -hmm. it truly includes the mind, body, and spirit yes. part. Because you could focus on the training, right? Yeah. You can find so many other options out there that yeah. just do the training mm -hmm. and get you just the physical results. But yeah. I think what I like about your approach is when you do add the holistic aspect, it is truly holistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that the physical part and what to eat, that's so easy. That's like 10% of where my energy and time goes, goes into it, um, especially because the amount of experience I have, the amount of knowledge I have, it's so easy for me to tell somebody what to eat and what to do. But I, re I refuse to do that uh, because I'm not trying to just sell you a program. Um, I have women that message me or contact me and they ask me, can you give me an ab workout? And I say, no, I'm not going to give you an ab workout because there's so much more than just that. And if you're going to work on your core, that is more than just your, your, what people think core, they think abs. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you need to focus on your glutes. You need to focus on your strengthening your back and then all the body parts connected to that. So that's, that's such a small percentage of what goes into getting physically fit, getting mm -hmm. healthy, um, nourishing your body with proper nutrition. That that's only gonna happen over an identity shift, which takes time um, to get there. And so, I work on, like you said, mind, body, spirit. So I work mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Yeah, that's that's kind of what all my program entails, and how I operate, and how I work, and what I work with all the women on, and I love it. Yeah, it creates a special bond in a trusting mm -hmm. relationship, yes. and empowering women of yeah. all different backgrounds. Yeah. And speaking of backgrounds, mm -hmm. you have overcome such a journey. And I think that's what makes you unique as well. Because there's so many women out there, and, and men as well, but so many people in society that uh, struggle with, of course, you have the physical body, you have yeah. just like, you know, I approach patients with, you have the 
the organs, but you're also mind, body, and spirit. Humans are complex. And so together we can optimize their wellness, right? The the medical aspects as well as the, the holistic fitness, the wellness realm of it. But what's interesting is how you developed where you came here. And those of you that, those of your followers that have followed you for years have seen that journey and seen how you've developed into this, you know, strong, compassionate uh, woman. But there's a story, right? So where, how did you get there? How did you get here? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I guess let's go back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, you know, we both come from a military background. Um, and so that's where we also have part of our beliefs and, and draw in and can, can empathize with yeah. others as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that I've just always loved to serve is what it, it has been. And it took me a while to figure that out. I think some people, it takes your whole life to figure out what's your purpose or what do you want to do. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I feel like I found it pretty early in life. But I've been through a lot in life at an early age. I had to grow up very fast and experience a lot of things. Um, there was the childhood trauma that I went through, a lot of childhood trauma. And then I went into the military, which is a community of a lot more trauma. Um, it's not exactly the most <laughs> fruitful environment. No. It is mostly toxic it is, <laughs> and very, hostile. Yes. <laughs> so I was just surrounded by that pretty much my whole early adult life. I'm still in my early adult, uh, adult <laughs> life, but um, now going into my 30s and my late 20s, I have done a lot of work to get out of that. And um, so I, I do have a lot of empathy. I understand what people go through. I've gone through so much, just abuse, trauma, environmental abuse, and personal abu abuse and trauma that I have made out of it and I know a lot of people don't um, and it's really sad and so I I just want to take my experiences and my story and pass that on to other women and yes be inspirational to them but also take my experience and take my knowledge and all of the therapy all of the books all of the people that I've met that have helped me get there and just take all of that now and be able to give it back yeah. and then show that change is possible because I know some people think that people don't change and I think that that's a reflection of themselves and that if you believe people can't change, it's because you believe that you can't change. Um, and so I want to show that it is possible to change. It is possible to, to do a 180. Yeah. I bet there's people that see me today and they're like, why, who, who is she? Who is she now? Like I know two, three years ago what she was doing and this doesn't add up. Like what is she talking about? She's talking about God now. She's talking mm -hmm. about all these things. Like that's not real. That's fake. But no, I, like I don't care. I've done it. I know people that have done it. I'm inspiring other women to do it. I'm working with, with women who are doing it and you can change. Change mm -hmm. is possible. And so I just want to continue to serve women and the world and and pass it along so that more women can change and pass it on to their daughters, yeah. future generation. You're um, shifting the mindset. Yes. And that is so big, right? Because yeah. in you can change, you can let all that past trauma that's built up and it'll come out in some way, right? We yeah. we've spoken about this yeah. and, and you know, talked about the experiences yeah. and how it manifests in your body and also in your in your mind, right? So in in traditional medicine, it's labeled as anxiety, right? Yeah. Or mood disorders, yeah. or 
you could actually see it physically, right? You've got that stress response, that stress yeah. hormone we are talking about, yeah. cortisol, by the way, um, <laughs> a chemical messenger, and what it does to your body, right? So when you see someone, you can tell if they're healthy, right? Yeah. Their skin is glowing, yeah. they have good muscle tone, yeah. um, they're pretty calm, their hormones are balanced, so their male and female uh, symptoms will be okay, they're feeling their best, they're energetic, yeah. whereas vice versa, sometimes you just don't know it, right? Yeah. And we talked about this too, right? Like if you have that underlying trauma in adulthood, it will build up. It will show up in different ways and different symptoms. Maybe it's pain, maybe it's mood. You know, there's so much that people choose to ignore until they're ready for that change and tap into it and do the work. Yeah. And people sometimes they don't know, they just need someone to guide them, to show them that this isn't the way you have to live, yeah. that you can use those experiences and find what that root trigger is, what the root cause is, and, and be a better person and thrive, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that when you're living in it, it's hard to see sometimes. Now that I'm out of it, I can look at somebody and I, I do see things from a spiritual perspective just because the biggest transition for me was when I found God. It's, you could see the night and day. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I see it from a... Uh, are you mentally healthy? Are you emotionally healthy? Once again, are you spiritually, spiritually, health, spiritually healthy? Um, and that's just because I did extensive therapy. I have seen doctors. I've, I've done all of the, the physical side. And then the missing key was the spiritual side for me to be able to feel again mm -hmm. and to be able to be intimate again, which is very hard if you've gone through a lot of trauma, especially in the military community. Um, and so now I can look at somebody and I, because I've been there and I can tell when they suffer from disassociation. I can tell when they aren't able to be intimate. I can tell when they're just not healthy. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their, like you said, their body, their muscle mass, their energy levels, yeah. uh, that calmness that are they, are they making up for something? Are they... There's just so much you could see now in somebody physically. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense too, right? If you yeah. think about it, the the trauma sits in the stress, I would yeah. say, especially when it comes to intimacy in any level. Yeah. Intimacy between just, you know, getting close to family or friends yes. or a, a relationship with your significant other. Yeah. Um, and it can be, it can be pretty traumatizing. It can be pretty disruptive but it doesn't have to be that way right yeah. your body does release an actual chemical response and people in traditional and conventional medicine out there are just accepting it like mm -hmm. okay I don't know I just uh, I just run if someone gets close to me I just mm -hmm. run I can't get intimate mm -hmm. or I just don't feel my best self and this is just the way it is life is just life just sucks and it doesn't have to be that right you can yeah. shift your mind um, by doing so many different modalities, right? You could do exercise, you could do the spiritual work, you could do meditative work, breath work, all that is scientifically tied back to how your body releases all those chemicals, right? The happy hormones, the, the neurotransmitters. So all the big terms that you see, like you hear about the happy responses and the sad responses, maybe with all the stress that's going on, then you can't have a properly balanced body, right? So you have to figure out how to reset that stress response. And of course, lifestyle goes a long way. So of course, when, when and you, know, you and I both emphasize big on lifestyle, yeah. you can 
train your mind. You could balance all your internal clockwork and everything, all the all the hormones and, and chemicals going around, but your body also responds to what you put into your your digestive system, right? If you're eating highly processed, the sad, standard American diet, the sad diet, right? <laughs> it produces that inflammation. It makes your body angry. And so it produces that stress response again, right? Yeah. If you're not sleeping, you see it, right? You, we all feel it. If you're not sleeping, you you become a grumpy old man or grumpy old woman, right? Yeah. Real terms. Yeah, yeah. And if, <laughs> if you're unhappy and your relationships are jacked up yeah. or you have all this trauma or all this stress or you're you don't have a tribe to like turn to yeah. and support, yeah. Then you can't sleep. And then if you can't it's sleep, it's a circle. It's, yes. Yeah, it's a vicious you cycle. You have to have all of these components aligned, which is why I work from, once again, a holistic yes. approach. And I don't do crazy things like yeah. some people think or, or I know some people do. Um, it's all just. Which is fine, not great yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah. But what we mean by holistic is truly lifestyle. Yeah. Including, you know, the way you sleep, what yeah. you eat, how you feel, how's your stress release, how are your relationships, yeah. and what we both actually uh, agree or, or uh, you know, also cross paths on. What we cross paths on in Align is that sense of community, right? Because if you have a source of community, that is supportive too. And um, you know, I always go back to the blue zone because people live. Like, look at Japanese people and maybe people in Greece and the other blue zones. People live really well and healthy and independently into their hundreds because they have that sense of community. Whatever your tribe is, you have a sense of purpose, right? Purpose being whatever makes you happy, whether it's your spiritual connection because those that have a higher connection to whatever they believe or, you know, just a purpose that gets them up and going, right? Yeah. Um, and again, like, the relationships, right? Intimacy, whatever aspects that looks like. Yeah. And that goes a long way. That's holistic. It's not woo-woo, it's realistic. <laughs> it's going back to what works, right? And being preventable because, you know, y'all, I, I see this all the time. I see patients in the hospital and especially in this country, aging is looked down upon. It's like, you're decrepit, you're falling apart. Your last 10 years of life is a medicine and you're bedridden in the hospital and it doesn't have to be that way. It's prevention, preventable by what you and I put out into the world and truly make changes way before it needs to show up as a disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that American culture doesn't really, I don't really see the, the stress of community, the importance of community stress. Um, as much as we see other other cultures or family, yeah. I mean, it's not stressed. People are lonely it's, in the states, right? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be yeah, that way. It's true. Yeah. You just have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Where you can find your tribe. Where, what yeah. makes you happy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So going back to the sense of community and working with women, mm -hmm. what I love is there's a different type of. Maybe you could call it like a sisterhood of being like women empowerment, right? Yeah. Wherever your background is from, yeah. today in society, mm -hmm. it's 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 a little bit better for women. You know, yeah. we're so used to being in such a male-dominated society, and I'm sure in the training world and the coaching world, and especially mm -hmm. me being a female physician, I get it all the time. It's getting better, but I think what what's what we need to bring forward is it's okay to be feministic but also strong yeah. right and yeah. using that 
um, to build other women and men because men have they don't have to just shut down their emotions right because it goes back to how it ties into how you thrive or, or limiting your best self um, and how you deal with your emotions and how you let them out but I think what's what's really what's really unique is the bond that you have with other women I feel like there's something powerful about that because it's it's really empowering it's really encouraging right so I would love to hear about you know where that developed from you yeah. coming from a military background especially and how that ties in today oh yeah you know when I was in the military my identity was pretty much stripped away and it began from day one of of basic training boot camp, if you will. For like others. it's looked down upon, right? <laughs> it is, and, and I honestly genuinely believed for years that if you cry, you're weak. If you show emotions, you're weak. And I was I was brainwashed into believing that. Or, or even in my childhood, a lot of people were relating to coming from, from not the best homes. And so we were, well, in, in my upbringing, I was taught that if you have emotions, there will be repercussions. So I went into an environment, the same thing, that if you have emotions, there will be repercussions. You're being suppressed, yeah. Yes, you are. And it was the whole, the motto is carry on. Oh, goodness. And, and when you think of carry on, it's like, just move on. Don't talk about this stuff. And that's so bad for you. And, and you, that's where disassociation comes into play. That's where having intimate relationships, and I mean friendships, family, just being able to have human connection, it was taken away from me. And yeah, it's building up on that that emotional debt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and and like you said, you're looked down upon. You, even the men are looked down upon for being certain ways, or not being told that they're not enough and that they're weak. And so, imagine being a female in that environment where you feel like you have to prove yourself even more. Your femininity completely gets gets stripped away from you, and uh, there's danger that comes with that. Um, there's a lot of women that are hypersexual in the military, and it that I I think and I've heard from some psychologists that that has, uh, that, that plays a role into why they're hypersexual because they aren't able to express their femininity their whole time into the military, and so then the only time they get to express that is when they're being intimate with a man, and so there's just so much danger that comes with suppressing your femininity um, and your self worth, and that's yes. so important of your identity of the entire the human complexity the mind body and spirit yeah. component yeah and that's true and it shows up in healthy ways whether it's mood disorders yeah. again or um having sexual um desires that are just mm -hmm. either over or under um you know it can go either way yeah. and yeah. again it goes back to which is so unique about the holistic approach of being a trainer and a coach for you too because you are working on women's worth you know the worth of not just being objectified and that's yeah. so yeah. valuable and it goes for men too because even for men even in society today it's looked down upon but it's not how can you be healthy and thrive and respond and be functional in society yeah. and then when if you decide to have kids or whoever is you know involved in your life yeah. you're going to pass that down yeah. and yeah. that's going to show up yeah. also as another dysfunction in your body too right, yes. right? and so yes. you work with women yes. especially through this mm -hmm. and and there's a safety factor that comes with the two uh a lot of times you'll see women when they don't feel safe their more masculine side comes out the safer you feel 
the more feminine you are able to be. And I noticed that in myself. The safer I felt, the further away, the further I got away from the military community, the more feminine I became. The healthier yeah. relationships I surrounded myself with, the more feminine I became. The natural biological side of, of me as a woman started coming out. Because I didn't have to have that guard. I, I, I felt, like I said, safe mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And I fully came into my, my best self. Uh, which is still strength and, and, and empowerment and being a strong woman, but also there's a gentleness and a softness that I didn't have before. And there's strength in that. Yes, absolutely. And there's almost a side of you too that becomes blindsided, it seems like, to my rebellion. I was being very rebellious. It was showing up in that your yes. micro traumas added up yes. in that. Yes. Section yes. in your life, yeah. And it was, I wouldn't even listen to anybody trying to give me advice. Because I took it as don't tell me what to do. So it was stopping my personal development because I wasn't feeling safe enough to be in my feminine. Yeah. And so I wasn't growing. I was just stagnant and I was angry. That anger was coming out more than anything. I felt angry so much being in the military and not being safe and not being able to be feminine and not being able to be soft. And um, I, I had a lot of discomfort around having emotions, discomfort around children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Discomfort around other women. I used to get angry when I would see other women being feminine and I would judge them and I would look down on them mm -hmm. and I would think you're weak. Yeah. But no, they're they're actually just safe and they're strong enough to yes. be able to be them, their true selves and to be feminine. And I just, my whole reality was so clouded and disordered by trauma and repression and anger, um, which is why I left the military when yeah. I started realizing how toxic it was. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women see that. That's why I provide a community of other women too for women so that maybe they don't have anybody else, but at least I can provide them with a community of other women that crave that, that desire that, that want that, that are missing those key pieces yes. to their, that holistic and lifestyle. Exactly, approach. and living yeah. a healthy life towards being the best version yeah. for longevity. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's all connected, it yeah. really is. And to help your relationships too, if you're married or engaged or have a boyfriend, um, gosh, these poor men, and this is a whole topic, but what I see oftentimes, and I've made this mistake too, if you don't have a girlfriend or if you don't have women in your family or just somebody you can talk to, you're going to drive your man crazy by talking to him. And it's like we need to release the men of this responsibility because they don't operate the yeah. same. And that would be an, um, another topic we should talk about. We should. We but definitely will talk about that. Yeah. Part, yeah. About our girlfriends. And, and sometimes women get frustrated and they're like, why don't you talk with me like my girlfriends are? And they don't realize yeah. they're doing They're biologically that. built differently. They are. They don't, they, or it'll cause them to shut down. Yeah. And it can cause issues in your relationship. Like there's, it's so important to have women in your life. Yes. So important and what I love about this entrepreneurial aspect of women it is yeah. exactly that it's not women uh, vibrating at a lower frequency I'm gonna say that no. it's women that are truly strong mm -hmm. and embracing the femininity yeah. and being relatable yeah. and encouraging other women yeah. right I love referring to a quote like if another woman's you know, crown is down, or if they have like something in their teeth, yeah. you're gonna tell them, you're gonna pull them aside, be a sister, yeah. and be like, hey girl, you know, you just wanna fix that, but not put them down. You wanna support them. It's, yeah. it's not a competition against no. each other. No. What I love that is you can do so much working with each other. Yes. And aligning together yes. and doing more. Yes, yes, yes. It's that self worth, uh, yes. loving each other up is so important. Um, 
I think too who you attract is a reflection of yourself. You're attracting other women that are yeah, because that's what a reality to me. I see it online still of women complaining about other women putting them down. Or, it's terrible, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even meet women like that. Or if I do, I don't notice. Because you don't want to be around that. No. And it's yeah. it's funny you say that because you could even see that with so if you surround if your group of friends mm -hmm. eats healthy, yes. lives a healthy lifestyle, yes. healthy meaning yes. they. They sleep right. They deal with their emotions. Yeah. They they're living. Um, you know, they're nourishing their bodies with the right foods and exercising yeah. and recovering. Whatever they're doing, all the right things. Yeah. You're gonna do that. Yeah. yeah. But then if you have friends that all they do is just things that are toxic yeah. to you, they'll eat yeah. like burgers all the time, or they'll go out drinking alcohol, or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. Things that are damaging behavior, it's gonna pass on to you. So you gotta, of course, surround yourself with a. a a positive um, tribe that builds you up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the average of the five people who surround yourself with. <laughs> um, you know, and I think it's important too to not want to be the best in the room. You want to surround yourself with other women that you aspire to be like and yes. be confident enough in yourself so that you actually want to be around those women and you don't, I mean, they wouldn't even probably be affected by it because I know that I'm not when yeah. another female tries to put me down and I'm just. If I even come across those women, because like yeah. I said, I just don't attract women like that yeah. anymore. I, yeah. I once did when I was in the military, but not anymore. Um, and and so you want to be around women that you aspire to be like. Yeah. And if they'll have you, right? Because yeah, those women know too to to be around women that they yes. want to be. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It it takes you down a different yeah. path. Yeah. 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 An empowering path. Yes. <laughs> yes. So important. Yeah. So once again, that community that I provide because of that reason, exactly. Yeah. It's not enough for me to just be your coach at times. Exactly. And, uh, especially some women that I work with that are still in the military. That's been the hardest clients because I know that community is stronger than I am. Even though I've been through it and I've conquered it and I know what they're going through. It's still so hard when you're living and breathing it and it becomes who you are too. Because, because if you can't change your environment, no, it's, no. you know, just like in, in your, in medicine, right? There are certain things you can change your genes, where you came from, your past medical history or whatnot, where your family history is. You can't really change that. But what you do today, yeah. how you live your life, what you put into your body, the lifestyle, sleeping, all that, yeah. how your mind, body, spirit. Yeah. That's where you change it. That's where I love how we work together, mm -hmm. right? Because you could be working with your client and, you know, I remember just, you know, we were just talking about one of the clients, you know, you, this, this one, this woman is just so stressed and her hormones are off her. She's not able yeah. to lose weight. She can't get out of her head and there's only so much I could do. And that's where I come in and bring yes. in the science, yes. the functional medicine, yes. personalized approach, right? And there's more you could do yeah. and over time you see everything else will change yeah. you know body composition the the mind body connection just all of it and it's it's a beautiful process it is and i love the quote the best way to serve yourself is to serve others mm -hmm. because i have to always be working on myself as a coach to be able to help other women and to go through these experiences to be able to help them as well right um, that's what makes the best if yeah. you know those that have come from there's a story, the most beautiful people internally, um, externally everyone's beautiful, <laughs> yeah. but I'm talking about an internal person inside, right? How they become that is the people that come from the darkest backgrounds and they turn that into light and people see that. That's what makes you 
be different, your differentiating factor, your your genuine factor. Mm -hmm. And people are more than likely to to open up on their own struggle yeah. and listen, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do that too. Like whatever I tell my patients, you know, depending on what realm. Obviously, you know, if they're on the holistic realm, like I put myself through that. You know, I'll say, well, did you? eat this did you you know what symptoms are you feeling or you know if i tell someone to do a certain thing it's chances are i've done it myself so you, yeah. you can relate to them yeah and yeah. they trust you more yeah i recently started doing breath work because you yes. were talking about that and advised and it's been helping me immensely and perfect timing one of my yes. clients she asked me about uh -huh. that and i said yes i do have advice yes. for you and yes i know about this because i'm doing it for myself yes and i was able to share with her um a very extreme case where it's helped me work through my trauma because I'm hyper aware of people's emotions. Yes. From my childhood trauma, from the military, of having to always guess people's emotions where there's repercussions. And so I'm working through that and breath work has helped me. So yes. if breath work's helping me of this extreme situation where people also say, oh, I'm an empath. No, you're, you're not. Yes, you're empathetic. You're highly empathetic because you're hyper aware of people's yes, emotions from yes. trauma. That's not necessarily a good thing. And so if I can fix my hyper awareness, through breath work, then it's gonna help you when you're on your period, when you're yep. dealing with stressful things when it comes to just day to day factors. Yeah. And just helping me with an extreme thing is definitely gonna help you get through this. And let's talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. I love talking, you know, I love talking about that part. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. You know, and breath work seems so simple, yeah. but there's more to it. Yes, it's a simple modality, yeah. but you know, when you're always in that fight or flight stressed mm -hmm. mode, even if it's your bodies and your mind going back to that previous trauma yeah. you're producing that same response yeah. right yeah. and so when you think about the breath work all that hormones that are off the neurotransmitters the cortisol that stress response and then having your your you know estrogen progesterone and, and testosterone all those other hormones that people want to have in their bodies at a certain level that's off but what you can do that's always with you it's free it's breathing air it's controlling your mind is that breath work and the one that we talked about the simple one is the box breathing yeah. and it's simply that breathe in mm -hmm. four counts hold four counts mm -hmm. breathe out four yeah. counts yeah. hold four counts and do it again and you notice the reason why that happens the science behind it guys is because it taps into your parasympathetic meaning your resting digesting response you get out of that constantly stressed amped up response you know, that amped up, go, 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 you're fighting for your life, to that, okay, I'm safe, I can focus, I can do more things, and it's, I'm okay. That sets off, and that rewires your body's biochemistry. And that's beautiful, because the more you do it, the more you're setting it off to be your new normal. And you're changing the brain waves, right? You're changing, literally, the biochemistry. It's amazing. People need to breathe more. me and this could be accurate you can tell me but imagining a box has helped me yeah so I'm like taking myself out of whatever is causing me anxiety whatever is bothering me that I just am getting in this negative thought pattern and starting to breathe heavy and I was literally imagining the box exactly focusing on it. so it, it forces me to be mindful mm -hmm. I guess no nope, mindfulness is. that's okay. it yeah yeah and you know I, I think of what I see a lot of people do when they get in relationships they blame their partner for causing them to have anxiety. They're like, you need to change these things because you're causing me to have anxiety. Yeah. And what's interesting with my fiance is he doesn't think that way. 
and and earlier in our relationship we had that conversation and I'm like when you do this it makes me feel this way and I'm like what if I did this you wouldn't like it it would make you feel that way too he's like no it doesn't bother me I just go about my day I know that's not basically that's not my problem and I was like how how insensitive and then slowly over time of my own work my own therapy more information talking to you I realized wow that's what it's like to almost be well to be a healthy person Mm -hmm. and to not be hyper aware hyper alert to other people's emotions and understand that that's they're going through that Mm -hmm. um so it's my it's my responsibility to 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 fix that to work on it and to when i'm when i'm in those moments um of like getting re-triggered from past relationships exactly how to break that right there yeah it's not happening to him exactly it's not to him or to or to for me to blame him which i see a lot of people doing yes it's almost like the norm in society or i Mm -hmm. see it on the internet i see it on tiktok i see it on on Instagram of and, and women are like ganging up together and saying yeah. yes it's the men's and fault. And it doesn't have no. to be that way. Yeah. Yes. You're gonna just keep finding Look internally, yes. You're gonna keep finding the same thing happen with different people exactly. in the same same situation, different person because you're not fixing your part. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's um, responsibility to, to fix your anxiety that yeah. you get because uh, somebody else is experiencing emotion. Exactly. That's why it's important <laughs> yeah. to work on all aspects. Yes. And what um, what I'm really excited about is you are also going through the entire functional medicine holistic approach and we're going to, you know, show the snippets so people get the yeah. actual idea of it, of your experience yeah. because you are living it and you're already starting the simple changes. Yeah but it's specific to you and what works for you in your life. Yeah. And what I want to tap into is also, um, your fiance is, is such, he's, he's very masculine, right? Yes. He's, a, he's a professional athlete, but even then, what I like, and I can't wait to dive in deep with him too, is he's mastered that mindfulness. Mm-hmm. He is st- still strong. He still have that, has that, um, that softness, especially like with, you know, being strong and being soft, having that balancing, but also knowing how to control his emotions and being like being confident about it, right? Because that is that takes him a long way, even in like everyday life with relationships, you know. Yeah. Um, and one thing I want to tap into is as you're training, people forget about the recovery part too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you go from like such a, a high-end athlete and a female trainer and also um, me just being a regular physician and I'm not like a trainer but I still train in my own way is the recovery part right you want to build up your muscles which is good but you want to maintain that flexibility but also recovery is active rest and so what I mean about that too we talked about it too is is you notice it too as active as you are as young as you are that sometimes you forget to just do active rest, right? Whether it's simply doing yoga, because that incorporates both, right? It incorporates the flexibility, but also a strength in a different way, and also letting you lie down. Because as you age, yes, you want muscle. The muscle is the organ of longevity. It gets you strong, it's protective, keeps you going, but you want to bend so you don't break, right? And that's what I love to explain about that recovery process. And then also the other modalities, we're gonna tap into a lot, guys. We're gonna tap into, you know, sauna and cold plunges. Uh, And and we'll talk about that in the next uh, uh, few segments. But also the mindfulness, the restful, the restful, sorry, the, active active recovery, active resting. Because people these days are so addicted to the phones and social media, but 
turn that off, turn that blue screen off, turn it off and truly go do something that is recovering. Nature is so peaceful. Nature releases the good feeling hormones, um, you know, and all the things that make you happy, whatever makes you happy. But that is what you need to do. You do do the training. You do the certain weight training, the cardio, whatnot, but also adding that recovery. Yeah, yeah. Mind, body, and spirit, all of it. Yeah, I guess it's like that yin and yang, right? You can't exactly. Always it's balanced. Yeah, and I, I realized too. I was, I kept getting injured. I, I trained martial arts. I trained jujitsu yes. for you guys. Um, and my, my fiance is a professional athlete in jujitsu as well as black belt. And so, I still need to go do it. Yeah. I need to tap into it. I'm so gonna do it this, this week coming yeah. up. So. <laughs> um, and yes, jujitsu has parts of it where you have to be patient. You have to be calm, but it is still you are attacking. You are being aggressive, right? Um, lifting weights, it's, it's an aggressive motion. There's times where you're resting, but you need that balance of that. Is it the yin when you're resting? Yes, yeah, yes. the yin. You need the yin. If you're always like yang, 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 you're gonna get <laughs> injured. Would you need to be in yoga soon too? Okay. Yes. Right. Wait, 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 I like take a shower. <laughs> and I, like, I go to sleep. They're like, no, you need an activity. Active, yes. And I'm like, and this is why. <laughs> this is why we see um, people that are younger in their twenties, men, men and women, that even your hormones can be off this early because we're always on that stress response, that go, 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 that build up, mm -hmm. um, constant hits in different ways. And so the active recovery and so many different methods, depending on what your flavor is, it starts early. Yeah. So you can balance it out yeah. lifestyle-wise. Yeah. And you'll feel better. Injuries will be less. Yes. Your recovery will be better. Yes. yes. You'll feel better. All that. Yes. Yeah. And it's so easy to get caught up in the go, go, go yeah. of whether you're an athlete working towards your goals or your day-to-day -day life that you forget because you're doing so great for a while it's like oh i don't need this so you do it's preventative which exactly. is what you specialize in preventative yeah. so yeah so important yeah mm -hmm. well i love that well i think you know we need to we need to do another part two and part three we have so much <laughs> we need to talk about but let's just you know wrap it up and, and how can people find you how do people yeah. work with you yeah. because yes we can work as a team but sometimes what if they just want to like find you and learn about you mm -hmm. So my main social media platform I use is, is Instagram. Um, I'm on TikTok as well, a little bit of Facebook, uh, but it's just so many platforms out there. And you and I were talking about that, how it tends to- I'll put the link in the, in the uh, notes yeah, below. Yeah, it tends to dra drag you down, right? So yeah. I try to really just focus on one platform, um, Instagram. And so Carlos makes fun of me for my username, but um, <laughs> it's Krista Marie Arie. <laughs> find anything. <laughs> taken um so krista maria reeves but you are your brand right like you are your brand so it's it's the real yeah, you so yeah you can look at my full name krista marie shipman is on yeah. there as well um that's how you find me and i have a women's only account as well that i've created just to i, I just really want to create that that community of just just women yeah you know i think we we're different men are from mars women are from venus <laughs> Yeah. So it's really important. Worried about yeah, yeah, it's important to have that. Um, so that's where you can find me. Yeah, and I'm excited to do um, a couple of combination talks at the the women gathering mm -hmm. soon. You know, with the training, and then also whatever wellness topic that they want to talk about, or just be. You know, just be there for each other. Yeah, yeah, so I think yeah. that'll be great. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm so excited that we're friends. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You can already tell we're going to be friends for a long time. So <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, share with your friends and family, and of course, subscribe. Thank you so much for your support.